Welcome to the Media Mavens Podcast, brought to you by the Evergreen Network. The Media Mavens Podcast is where you'll hear the latest and greatest trends, topics, and tribulations with industry leaders. And here is your host of the Media Mavens Podcast. She is the original Media Maven, Sarah Miller. Hi, this is Sarah Miller, CEO of Access Entertainment and your host for Media Mavens Podcast. I'm here with my co-host, Joe Pirate. How's it going, Joe? Very well, very well. Sarah, how are you doing today? I am good. Good day to be talking to people and innovators. And I'm excited because we have Joseph Schusterman, who's the CEO of Blue Mark. And Joseph, welcome to the show. But more importantly, congratulations, because you're a finalist in the 13th Annual Media Excellence Awards this year. Thank you. Thank you. And Sarah, thank you for hosting and thank you for having me. I look forward to not just being a finalist. <laughs> we'll be announcing those winners soon. But let's talk about what's going on. I mean, you guys are innovating in the mobile space. You guys have a great app. You guys came out. You're working with some really good brands, Uber Eats, Walmart, Target. I mean, tell us a little bit what Blue Mark does. You know, you're the CEO, founder. Tell us what's going on, your story, and how you got to this point. Yes, thank you. Accordia app is one of the, the newest apps, but I'll tell you a little bit more about how we got to that app. What we do here at Blue Mark is... We are trying to disrupt. We are starting to disrupt the world of being onboarded and welcomed. When someone gets signs up for any kind of service, whether it's Netflix, Hulu, Gap, American Eagle, a bank, you get that email that says, welcome to X. And that email probably goes to your other inbox and could have two typos and no one reads it. That is not the type of welcoming that really we're trying to accomplish. What we want to do is disrupt that entire version and way of being welcomed and, and do that in a physical way. Now, not necessarily could Hulu and Netflix do it for every new customer, but if a customer lasts for one year or two years or five years, what happens at some point in time, not at the welcoming stage, but it could be at a milestone stage or a bank that you sign up and you spend $15 million at Charles Schwab, how do you get welcomed to that experience? We want to disrupt that. And what we want to do that in, in a way that it's completely seamless. So we're building the entire process from manufacturing of the products that we're going to be welcoming you with to the warehousing, fulfillment, logistics, and delivery. And the delivery part is what the app is about, which I'll get to, but just telling you a little bit about that, that flow before we even get to the delivery app. And that's critical to this. When thinking about how to do this at scale, and the key here is at scale, is a huge ask. There's a lot of moving parts. And we want to simplify the complexity of onboarding at scale. And, and the way we do that is, and we do it today, and I'll give you an example of uh, you know, Postmates. There's thousands of drivers that sign up for a, a day, hundreds of restaurants that sign up. How do they get the necessary equipment that, that those drivers need on a daily basis to their homes? They don't have to go pick something up. What we do is we design, develop, manufacture, and deliver whatever equipment needed for those, for, whether it's an insta insulated bag, or a debit card, or whatever the drivers need to their homes so they could start doing their job as quickly as possible. And we take care of that entire process, but not only that, the technology and integration directly into their tech stack, making the entire process seamless. So this whole thing happens with while overnight, while everyone's sleeping, this entire thing just happens. Orders come in, orders go out to the drivers, the driver's information goes back to the client to Postmates, where, when it's going to be delivered, how, what, when, and it, it just happens like a symphony. It's beautiful. From where, where we came from 
And this is why we built this. We saw such a pain point of how to do this, how you have CSVs uploading and downloading. It just was a mess. And being able to simplify that entire process is, is an amazing accomplishment. And what we've decided to do is we started out making the products, realizing that warehousing is a challenge, fulfillment is a challenge, reverse logistics. What happens when restaurants no longer need their devices, their tablets? How do those get back and get triaged and fixed and go back out? Managing that entire process is what we do here in-house at Bloomberg. We have six locations throughout the U.S. And, and, and overseas as well. So that is our goal, is to simplify the complexities of the onboarding and milestone stage as well. And you ask about the Brand Courier app. This is an unbelievable, interesting kind of course of events. We, we were started to send out promotional marketing material to a restaurant, for example. Here's one of the items that I'm showing you here is these yellow promotional cards that give you $100 free credit off your next delivery. We wanted to get these to hundreds and thousands and hundreds of thousands of restaurants throughout the country. Now, if we put this in a box and send it with UPS and it arrives at a sugarfish at the restaurant dinner rush, it gets lost in the shuffle. It doesn't get put up on the counter. That window cling that you see there on the side of the door, that doesn't get put up. 30, 40% out of the packages that we sent to hundreds of thousands of restaurants just don't get put up. And that's a waste of revenue, a waste of money. And so... What happened was within the LA region, Postmates, we tried and tested an actual in-person delivery option. So you walk in, I'm here on behalf of Postmates, and do you mind if I put this on the counter? Sure, no problem. Do you mind if I put the window cleaned up? Sure, no problem. 90% success rate, a game changer. So what we developed in partnership is a the brand courier app, which is we have drivers throughout the country that represent the client through Bluemark, and they actually walk into these locations and say, hey, I'm here on behalf of Postmates. Do you, mind, you know, Am I able to put this down? And what this app does, it routes them. You take a picture. You get feedback from the restaurant. It's, it's incredible. The boots on the ground, that information that you could get on the ground in every major location throughout the country. We scaled this throughout the country, and now we have over 150, 200 drivers that, throughout the country that are utilizing this on a daily basis. We decided to take it a step further. So if you think about it, it's a monumental task to get not only drivers throughout the country, but now we have to get product throughout the country in every one of these cities and small rural areas with products that these drivers need to have in their car and able to deliver this. And that's where the logistical network that we put together in order to accomplish this. So we've put that together and that was a great success. Moving it on to the next level, we've realized that we could take this to devices as well. So when Sugarfish signs up, to Postmates, they not only are able to get a oh, tablet overnighted to them, they could actually have someone walk into the location and say, hey, I'm here on behalf of Postmates. Could I set up your device and, and go and set that up? Now think about it. Imagine ordering a Peloton and an hour later, a guy knocks on the door and says, hey, I've got your Peloton. Where should I put it? Yeah. I, I would think maybe it's just, you know, that doesn't make sense. It's too good to be true. We've been able to do it in one hour and 18 minutes, I believe, from a time of signing up that someone walked into a restaurant and said, hey, I'm here to set up your device. That same location, say it was on a Monday, if that order was ordered on Monday afternoon, it would only go out on Tuesday, arrive on Wednesday, manager comes in on Thursday. That's three or four days of non-revenue for a client like Postmates where they're not getting the revenue from those orders, as opposed to on a Monday afternoon, their orders are coming through, their percentage is being collected. So. 
this is extremely exciting for us to be able to do this. And now we're looking to scale this out across the country. And this has so many implications. It could be, you know, device setup. It could be installations. It could be at movie theaters. We're looking to expand this throughout the country in very interesting, different ways. So you guys are basically streamlining the whole workforce from ordering logistics, reverse logistics, into the consumer's hand via the app or with the technology that you guys are building on your platform, correct? Yes, the, uh, the onboarding platform. We've built out an onboarding platform. And in this platform, you have full visibility, not just on the courier side, but a separate platform. But you have full visibility if you're a bank, if you're a, a Uber, if you're a Target you know, with shipped, we work with these clients and they want to know, we're ordering thousands of bags, thousands of items that are branded. What do I have in inventory? What I do, not, do I not have in inventory? But even before the inventory stage, we, we're in progress. You're designing multiple different items. Where are we holding with these items? What's being manufactured? What's coming in? What's delivered? Where, what's sending out? And all the data around that and analytics, you've got a treasure trove of information that we want to have in one beautiful, what we call our onboarding platform. And soon we'll be able to create APIs to integrate with this so we could plug and play with other third-party integrations. Interesting. And it sounds like, especially now with COVID going on that, you know, I, I read some things about you that, you know, you're working with Kaiser Permanente to get a lot of the personal protective devices out to delivery drivers. It's interesting to see that you guys are pretty much, you know, being in business for over a decade. You guys right now are really important. Absolutely. Last year has been absolutely crazy trying to just really help and get product to people as quickly as possible. So anyone specifically in the gig economy, they're helping anyone out there that can't be outside potentially, that it's not safe, that an elderly person needs to order groceries, someone needs to order food, that there's drivers that could go out there in a safe way. We, we've sent millions of PPE items, not just to the gig economy to essential workers, but also to hospitals like we did with Kaiser Permanente. And it was such a great partnership there. And we've partnered with several other organizations as well and, and continue to do this and, and want to continue to do this as long as, as long as needed, but not, hopefully not for too long. Let me ask you with the uh, supply, you know, with, with COVID going on, has the supply chain for you, for your company, has that been interrupted at all during this whole time? We've been able to overcome a lot of challenges, but not to say it hasn't been challenging. In March, April, May, air freight costs were unbelievably high. We actually, you pretty much rent out a 747 to fly in masks. These are, you charter planes. We, we did very interesting things in order just to get those, that product in as quickly as possible. Crazy amount of money to fly those things in, which brought up the cost, which is unfortunate. A mask shouldn't cost 60 cents, 50 cents. But this is what brought up the pricing because of the lack of supply versus the demand. So we've seen that go down. But right now, before Chinese New Year, we've seen crazy issues at the port. You've got 37, 40 vessels waiting to be docked that are not being able to be docked at the port right now. So, I mean, container pricing from China, 4x pricing from what we've seen in the past. So I'm really hoping that this really clears up after Chinese New Year and things come. But thank God we've been able to manage our supply chain. We have a great big team in China and, uh, and Vietnam that are really boots on the ground that are helping us maneuver and get through that. And really a lot of help here at the port, you know, working with the people at the port has been very helpful as well. Have you, Joseph, have you been able to calculate the revenues, like how percentages of revenues you're driving up for some of these bigger brands by using 
blue mark. Would you have any big data or stats on that? I wish we got more data. And that's something we want to focus on this year is trying to trying to work on the data. We're looking for great people to join our team. Every single day, I spent a quarter to half of my day just interviewing, getting people. The, the most important thing, and if, you know, whoever's, you know, is building an incredible team. And that's the most important part. So we're looking for great people, data science, and getting more data from our clients as well and potential clients, understanding the market and how that drives more. But there's no question that getting product to people quicker is going to drive more sales. Now, what happens is, and this is a, the big question in, in startups, is user acquisition cost. That's the number one thing people you know, measure. But people are not focusing enough, in my opinion, on the, your actual current users. If you would actually onboard the user properly, show them that we, t- we care about you and don't go to the next guy because we're going to show you that we care on your wedding anniversary, on your uh, anniversary when you signed up to a bank. Are they sending something out that says, thank you for being a loyal customer of Chase? Don't go to Wells Fargo. Are they doing enough of that? I don't think so. And that's the key element that we want to, why spend another 40, 50, 100, 200, $300 in industries like insurance to acquire a new user? Just keep your own users and, and, tr- and show them that you care. And that's our goal with Bluemark over the next few years and become a de facto onboarding solution that it's a no-brainer and provide data around it. And that's where the data comes in. We're working on data around that to show that this really, really works. It's because the brands need, they need that ROI. They need that data because we do a lot of brand work. And the three main pain points for these brands is to attract new customers, retain existing ones, and to maximize their leadership in the market. So they're leaning more on tech to hit those three pain points. And it seems like what you're offering for these guys is another opportunity to hit all three of their pain points to keep their customers happy, you know, keep the supply chain strong, drive revenues, and get the deliveries on time to the right people in the market. Absolutely. And data is so critical to that. And and proving that ROI is critical to to that as well. And I wish people would do more of it. Yeah, you know those little, I mean, we've done so many market intelligence surveys. There's a lot of retail ones going out right now because of COVID. They're leaning on tech. They're shutting stores down to get people into the stores to up their digital game. You know those little, speaking of Postmates, I don't know these here in LA. I'm down here near in LA. They're the little yellow droid robots that are zipping down the streets that are Postmate deliveries. You know what I'm talking about? They're called Serve, and each one has a little name. We actually have one little, we have some of it in the office here. We created a bag for that as well. We created the inner bag. So yeah, those guys are, I live near West Hollywood, and that's, they, they're all over the place. I'm in. I live near West Hollywood too, Beach, and so they, I don't know if they have them in Phoenix, Joe. But they're still like they're about the you know like big big boxes, but they're yellow metal on the little wheels with the little lights look like eyes, like headlights, and they just cruise up around the streets to wherever the person is. A person who delivered it or ordered it has a code. They put in the code and then they open it up and their food, whatever they delivered, they take it out, close the lid, and the little android robot droid. Wills his way off to the next delivery. It's crazy now. Now, like Joseph, are you guys kind of involved in like the programming of all of that and supplying those and where it's going and how it's getting the orders and where to go? And I mean, it's it's LA, so a lot of crack broken sidewalks. So I'm surprised. I'm not seeing more, but I'm like super happy they have the big monster wheels on it. And nobody's trying to hijack one. But how right. how are you guys working with those guys? That's the Postmates X team. And we work closely with them on the pro- the bag and the insulated product inside. But as far as the technology, that's completely on them. 
great team. I think they just sold that part. I read in TechCrunch, they sold a part of that off of the Uber acquisition. So that's going some, you know, to that extent. And they actually Pink Dot kind of partnered with them and now they're turning pink. So I'm excited to see what they do with that division of Postmates X uh, going forward. I'll be it's curious to see where that goes. It's interesting because I think right now, after this year of COVID, looking towards 2022, 2023, I think your services are going to be very much in demand. I think people have seen that the that there isn't a really a need all the time to go out and they can rely on these companies to be able to deliver stuff that they need. Absolutely. And, and not only in the gig economy, but you think about education. How do we get laptops to every you know, child and every student in America. That's where we, you know, we're looking at that market as well, where we internally have the technology to provision, set up and, and send out these devices to kids across America. And that's, and you know, you have that on, on the educational side, you have that in the medical side, how are nurses going out there and, and having the devices they need to go to people's homes, making sure that they have the devices, the recharge cables, everything that they need to succeed. And that's another industry that we're looking and we're going after as well. And we're starting to work with in the banking industry. There's a lot of things that there as well. So we want to facilitate that entire ecosystem of supply to people that are remote or, or people potentially going remote. But it doesn't only end there. What we're trying to do is go to memberships. Think about a cruise line potentially, you know, as they open up. We have Princess Cruises right here in Valencia. When, it, when, when someone signs up for a cruise, what are they getting in the mail? It says, we're excited to have you on board. And here's, here's a wristband that's pre-programmed to you that when you get on the ship, you're ready to go. You start buying stuff and you don't stop. That's the scary part. But that's exactly what we're trying to accomplish. Completely reimagine that entire process and, and disrupt that. And it could go in every single vertical. Well, that you, 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 guys, you guys are really taking the customer service to a whole new level by leaning on tax oh, yeah. with the RDI bands and stuff. Are you guys oh, looking yeah. a little bit down the road? I mean, we look at, you know, a military effort, you know, the water, homeless, military, people that don't have access to a lot of these basic essentials. And it's a big process, supply chain to order tons of waters and gloves and that's whatever it is, whether you're going after, you know, these, Third world countries are going after military to get them what they need. Are you guys looking to expand up on that level globally right now? We actually are starting to put together a homeless kit. There's actually some requirements and we're just in the process starting now. So I don't want to talk too much about it. There's certain requirements that when a, when a homeless person walks into some kind of facility, they need to be supplied with certain requirements and, and, and garments in order to walk out. You know, if someone walks into a facility without shoes, there's a legal requirement to provide that homeless person with certain garments. So that's something that we're looking into to provide to these people and work together with some of these nonprofits to help out with that. You know, so we're putting together a basic kit that they know that they could be able to supply these at a cost-effective price point. So the, the, the facilities and hospitals are able to do this at scale throughout the country. And of course, we're looking to do this globally as well. It seems right now when we're talking about challenges when it comes to distribution, delivery of goods, you guys may, I, I could see something happening where, Joseph, your company could be possibly called on to deliver vaccine if it's, if it's needed. We are talking to a government agency just to get the camps prepared for the summer, and that is to get those camps 
on-site testing facilities and rapid, somewhat rapid, but proper PCR testing. And what does that look like? So that's an interesting challenge we're looking at this week of how to do that across 7,000, 8,000 cabs across the country, working with different cities and, and government agencies on how to get not only the actual testing equipment, but the information about how to do the testing, the, you know, the single-use packets to every single child so they could go to camp effectively and safely. But absolutely, you know, this could come across in many different ways, and we're excited to partner with whoever comes our way. Is it going to be hard? I mean, looking where you are, a position of where you are, is the government overshooting when it comes to delivery of uh, the vaccines? I mean, just, just a personal thought. Do you think that they're overshooting, or do you think this can be done the way they want it to be? I don't know much about it. Don't have a lot of time to look into a lot of that stuff. But from what I understand, I heard this week that Amazon offered to help. That sounds interesting. It, it is definitely possible. What I see sometimes with government agencies, they you know things get too overly complicated and too many people involved that they could just use the simple way, but they try to do it the wrong way. So I'm hoping that they do this properly. Some countries have done it, you know, at, at 60, 70, 80% you know, vaccination. And I hope we could get to that very, very quickly. And I don't know much about the plan, okay. unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I could, Joseph, it was so good having you on the show. This is amazing what you guys are doing right now. Is there where can people, brands, a lot of companies who need your help, where can they find you guys? We're bluemark.com. We're online. Feel free to email hello at bluemark.com. If you have any questions or inquiries and and jobs at bluemark.com, really, we would love to build our team and and hire incredible people, humble, hungry people, smart people. And we look forward to having those people on our team and grow this and, and really disrupt an entirely new part of the world that I think is ripe for innovation and disruption. Well, thank you so much to you on that. I, I, I really, I really hope that you succeed and more so than you think you will. Hopefully, and, and God should uh, be able to give us that that opportunity. <laughs> so we we're so looking forward to um, talking to you again soon on all of this, and you know, good luck with the MEAs and everything. Yeah. You guys have a tremendous company. You've done a great job with leadership. So we're definitely going to stay in touch with you. But until then, everybody, I'm super excited. We have Joseph here with us at Blue Mark. If anybody's interested, jobs across the board, anything in the supply chain, you're the guy to go to. And you're based here in L.A. up near Valencia, correct? Correct. And I, yep. Perfect. Okay, this is Sarah Miller with Meet and Maven's podcast. Joe, it's good having you back on with me again. Yes, Joseph, thank you so much. And let's see everybody. Thank you. thank you for joining us for this episode of the Media Mavens podcast. If you don't want to miss an episode or download past episodes, subscribe to the Media Mavens podcast on your favorite podcast provider or on the Evergreen Podcast Network. To learn more about the podcast or our guests, log on to www.mediamavenspodcast.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.